0: You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Do you love him? Yeah, I really do. Do you think he loves you? Well, sometimes he grabs my hand and he squeezes it for no reason. I mean, what else could that mean? Liz was saying she has so many quotes. I have a ton of
1: quotes this episode.
0: That's exciting to hear. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week we're talking about season four, episode 14, The Shake Up. Original air date, February 8th, 2007. Written by John Stevens and directed by Ian Toynton. 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 Taylor's birthday approaches, and she knows exactly what she wants, and Summer helps Taylor come up with a plan to help Ryan express his feelings. Meanwhile, Caitlin misbehaves outrageously in reaction to Julie dating Frank. Hmm. That's putting it lightly.
1: Very lightly. Very.
0: Yeah. Uh, The Scoop of the Week provided by our buddy Mike, Del underscore Vasto on Instagram. He says the Scoop of the Week is Ben and Jerry's chocolate shake it. Oh, cute. This is a chocolate malt milkshake ice cream with marshmallow swirls, topped off with morsels of salted fudge.
1: Ooh, that right, delicious! I've never e- would even think of any of these flavors of ice cream. <laughs> Same, I didn't even know
0: it existed. I, feel like I have a very
1: limited—not that I have a limited palate, but my limited knowledge of ice cream. Flavors.
0: Same, and I also think because I only eat dairy-free ice cream, so it's very limiting. You're pretty much given what you see. If you see a peanut butter buttercup, you're, you're like, oh, like yes, yeah. we're getting fancy. Mm-hmm. But he continues with, besides shake, in quotes, being in both the name of the flavor as well as the episode title, I also chose this because of the flavor itself. First, we have the malted milkshake ice cream. Malt, as people may know, is an ingredient in beer, and it is made by drying or roasting barley. This pauses the germination process of the barley. I want to focus on the action of pausing or stopping. In this episode, Caitlin is trying to slow down Julie and Frank's relationship. So scientific.
1: Right. And Ryan is also, well, and Taylor's like trying to speed up. Well,
0: right. <laughs> she expressed to Julie at the end that they're moving way too fast. And mm. she just wants Julie and Caitlin time for a bit. As for Ryan and Taylor, we have those three small words that are preventing their relationship from moving forward. Taylor wants him to say it and ask her to go to Berkeley with him. Seth's life is on a bit of a pause, as he seemed to lose interest in everything, which leads Summer to give him a project to do, to try and make him passionate about something. The pauses that are occurring are due to obstacles that are happening in life. These obstacles are the hard parts of life. The cookie crumble covered part of the fudge bits. But we find ways to work around these obstacles and smooth things out, which can be both the fudge bits as well as the fluffy marshmallow swirls. (laughs)
1: god it's making me hungry i know
0: <laughs> thank you mike
1: thanks mike oh wow
0: so detailed i feel like since we've given him the task he overachieves yeah he's
1: an overachiever every week sure.
0: and we super appreciate it and we hope everyone else also appreciates it before we get into it list what'd you think of this episode hmm i'm not
1: sure i'm on the fence i really i like pretty Much cried at the end though, like, yeah, bald. I'm like, what's wrong here, Alyssa? You need yeah. to get it together, yeah. Um, beginning to mid, not I don't know, there's something, and we'll, uh, uh, if you want to say that you can yeah. say that I'll save every little tiny detail, but overall, I'm upset that I'm not really loving the Taylor
0: Ryan stuff. Okay, I'm so glad you feel that way because okay. it's exactly how I feel. Okay,
1: good. I love Taylor. I am feeling a lot less love these last two weeks, which, Sting! stings, oh which God, so stings. It sucks because I remember the first time around being like, this is so cute. And I really like them together. But once we discuss and dive in, maybe I'll feel a little bit more settled in. Like, it's the timing of everything. I feel something is off which so we'll get into it yeah but that's just my overall gist for the moment
0: i actually feel exactly the same way like
1: i don't know how to feel right and i didn't really have like an mvp or shittiest so i was like oh it's same. kind of just like a bleh. same. oh my god <laughs> i can't believe that okay so i guess we just we watched it the same way and yeah, our same eyes
0: but i also at the end got very emotional very emotional they're
1: extremely emotional and I don't know if that's because obviously it's a traumatic thing that happens and then you see all your couples and they're like hovering over each other and then Kirsten with the baby like I could cry right now I know it's just very overwhelming I know and also I guess because like a calm sort of like a calm before the storm like maybe that's why they did it right the episode but yet not so Anyway. Anyway. Go into it.
0: All right. So the episode opens up. It's nighttime at the Cohens. We pan over the pool and there's these two big floats. Yeah. Whale floats. And then we start to see shaking. The water is rumbling. The pool house is shaking. Glass is breaking. And furniture starts to fall. And then we get 72 hours earlier. Yeah. I didn't remember they opened the episode
1: showing you what was going to happen. Kind of like a full circle. Yeah. And then like, oh, the anticipatory stress. Yeah. The whole episode, especially towards the end and everything is
0: like wrapping up. And you're like, wait, we still have to deal with this. Right. So, ooh. So, Summer and Taylor at the Plaza, they're talking about Taylor's birthday. Summer doesn't want to buy Taylor lingerie as a present. She's like, can you just give me something else to buy you? Taylor wants, really all she wants is for Ryan to ask her to go to Berkeley with him because she already applied and got in. (laughs) And the only way they think... This could work as if Ryan says he loves her.
1: Right, because going to Berkeley together, potentially four more years. So they're not going to just go to Berkeley together if it's not a serious relationship. Right. So I understand. But also, can you tell me how long they've been dating? Because, and now I'm putting two and two together. She says, oh, we're going to go in... Six months. Six months. That means it's April. Correct. So that means Taylor's birthday is in April. Did we know that or
0: did we, it was supposed to be in July? Or February, March, April, May, <laughs> June, July, August. It could be, could be, it could be February still.
1: It could be February. Yes.
0: Because February, March, April, May, June, July, August, they could start Berkeley in yeah, August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was kind of rounding up. So we have some of that in our co- questions and comments okay. about that, but the timeline is screwy here. Yeah. Okay. And, like we complained, where's the show bible? So,
1: if it's only February, let's say, they've only been dating maybe 2 months. Right. Because before the holidays, is was- kind of when things got more serious.
0: Right. I mean, I think things got serious serious at Christmas very class, and very quickly. Because they fell off the roof together, yes. Comas bond you. Right. And then besides that, beforehand, it was just kind of, like, making out very, very light. And even Taylor said, I don't want a relationship. I just got out of a marriage. And now
1: and you go full in. And a season for peaches, that whole situation. Right. And so she's, wait- they haven't even had that, like, true grit relationship to be like, yeah, I love you.
0: Well, this is what we were saying last week, too, is it, is it. Because it's too escalated that we can't get on board. It does, but then we talked about when you know you know,
1: yeah, you that's knew t- exactly. I know. So then I'm like, it's really okay, tough. Let's just say it is maybe March or April. All right, maybe it's been four months, not so crazy. Mm-mm. But February to me, I don't know why the two month mark made me feel like uncomfortable with it. And this entire episode, really, I I struggled to be happy with the way things are going so
0: well anyway so they're talking about this they're at the pier and summer makes a joke that ryan discussing his feelings is like an earth-shattering event
1: it is he never
0: does right but then they sit down and there's a newspaper on the table and it says how it's earthquake weather Mm -hmm. and how many times are they going to say the big one's coming and it actually never does. It almost makes you wish it would. And this just sets sets everything up. Oh, yeah,
1: and Taylor's the one who said it on her birthday, so it's like you wished it.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. At the pool house, Ryan is trying to get ready for work. Taylor appears in the yard because she's so thankful that he's planning a birthday party for her. Which is great. That's so nice. It's very sweet. She usually spends her birthdays watching 16 Candles and talking on a gypsy hotline. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> she then brings up Berkeley, and this is where we find out that it's six months away. Right. And Taylor is being very obvious, hinting that they should be discussing this. Do you ever t- think about this? They're on the cusp of something. And Ryan is uh, totally clueless just eating a croissant. Yeah. He's like, man, this croissant's so good. Where'd you get this? At? What did you say? Bob's or something?
1: It was I, funny. I,
0: it is funny. But sometimes I feel like Ryan is so over the top clueless to the point where
1: Maybe he's doing it on purpose.
0: I don't know, because then there's other times where he's not, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that dumb, like, uh, what? Like, right. I never would When it comes that on Ryan. To, when
1: it comes to the relationship parts of he's his cl- life. Yeah. He's a little clueless. Yeah. <laughs>
0: At the Roberts, Julie and Frank are in the kitchen, acting all lovey-dovey. Oh yeah,
1: things are hot and heavy there. Yeah,
0: and he's like, "Oh my God, you cook too?" And she's, uh, yeah. Caitlin walks Caitlin's in. Like, Please stop. She's so disgusted. She notices Frank has a duffel bag and it's on the floor. Hmm. She makes comments about him moving in and was that bag a gift from jail? And the way she's acting is just completely rude. But you know what? She's a teenager. Right. Julie, here we go. Moving on to someone else. Right. I get it. And she loved the bullet. And like. Right. Is that, was that the bullets
1: last appearance? No. It wasn't. Okay.
0: Uh, later on, Galen meets with Frank at the plaza to talk to. Frank went to talk to her one on one to kind of. I don't know. Come to a, 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 a mutual ground of like, hey, what's it going to take for us right. to make this work? Why do you have a problem with me? And she's like, I don't have a problem with you. I don't care that you were in prison. You're boring. Yeah. The bullet went to prison, and he's awesome. Say something funny, make me laugh.
1: <laughs> he's like, "Okay, I get where you're coming
0: from." Yeah, and he's just trying to convince her to give him a chance. Well, after this talk, Julie is at home. She sees Frank's duffel bag, opens up, and it's filled with clown porn. How did she get that so quickly, and get it in his bag so quickly? Right. I mean, like there is, it's
1: yeah. There's like filled. twenty magazines.
0: So then later on, Julie questions Frank on this and it is under and she understands because she's like, I know you've been in prison for a while. Yeah. Like,
1: but clown board. He's like, that's just not mine. It's,
0: it's not, not mine. mine. And so they figure out that it's Caitlin and Frank is like, it's fine. She's just hazing me.
1: Yeah, I get it. Like, he's acting cool about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's I, not going to flip out. There's no
1: way that you could go into a relationship with someone who has a teenager and them not to
0: be defensive and bullshit like this especially so he knows what he's
1: getting himself into right
0: and especially since last episode and last time we saw that it was valentine's day he knows julie was supposed to be with bullet and caitlin right. loves bullet
1: yeah so he's like Ugh, I, I get I, it i get it i have to just walk on eggshells around this girl for now until right she comes around to me yeah so kirsten attends prenatal yoga oh, she be. sees holly holly is so goddamn gorgeous like, I'm staring at this face. I'm like, it's illegal to be this beautiful. She's so beautiful. But anyway.
0: You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Holly is shocked to see Kirsten, but tells her that this class is so good because Holly's worked too hard on this body to be turned into a baby factory. Yeah, and
1: all of her friends are like, we have six packs. We're going to have
0: it when we come out. The six pack pack. six pack pack. And so Kirsten meets all of them and Holly's like, well, or one of them was like, why can't you have a baby and a six pack? <laughs> and then points out, Molly the Mammoth yeah, in the background. Yeah, like a normal, almost full term
1: pregnancy. I
0: know. Uh, but anyway, Holly just absolutely is obsessed with six-pack pack. And she's like, so cute. Don't you want to barf? And Kirsten's like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> barfing. Every day. So after class, Kirsten visits Sandy at work. And she tells him about the yoga. And that the people in Newport are absolutely awful. Yeah, she's like,
1: I hate this town. <laughs> these people are awful. And Sandy's like, well, you lived here your whole life, so... We can move. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, uh, it's been like this the whole time. Sorry you feel
0: this way. It's
1: funny how she went beyond those people. Like, she could have become that. She grew up in Oprah her whole life. We see her and Taryn friends in last week's episode. She could have gone that path. She just, I guess, Caleb made, made her a different version.
0: Kind of, I think. Holly to me is as she calls them the, the noobsy weds yes. and her group. They work out, they shop, their husbands make the money.
1: How Julie would be if she had a rich right. husband, right? Which now. is
0: totally fine, right? But like, Caitlyn, I mean Caitlin Kirsten, you know, ran the new bar group. Yeah, she worked. She
1: worked. I wonder if that has to do like just, just being in the house with Caleb her whole life, well and Haley. Haley. I always forget about Haley. I miss I Haley. Love Haley. Come on, bring the sister back. Proud of Haley and where she is. Me too. You know? So like he bred those girls to be like, no, you're going to work. So I guess Kirsten came out on the other side where she could have very well been just like Holly and all the rest of them. Right.
0: Yeah. She's like, I hate them. I know. <laughs> uh, she actually tells Sandy about the six pack pack, which Sandy makes a joke of, can he join? Because he does sit ups. It's very funny. <laughs> but in the meantime, he... Mentions that they should go out with Spitz and his wife.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time since him and Spitzy have been out.
0: Yeah, and so they meet at the club. We meet Carrie, who's Spitz's wife, and she is a noobsy. I
1: love her. She cracked me up. She's another one. Do you remember her from the Babysitter's Club? Yes! Stacy. <laughs> I love the
0: Babysitter's Club. I
1: loved the Babysitter's Club. She's also from other things. And as she grew up, I'm always like, Stacy from the Babysitter's Club. Did you Club. watch the new Babysitter's Club? I didn't. I heard it was good things about it, though. I think Alicia
0: Silverstone is in it. Is she? Yeah. Maybe I should watch it. I know. It. Maybe I should, too. I, I just the would hate to be like, man, I just want the original.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. And I read the books, too, too. And the books are great. And so I'm sure it's just as good for like someone who
0: is probably our age on the first babysitter's club. Right, came out, so. right. Anyway, so when we walk into the club and we're at the Yacht Club and we we see Carrie and Spitz, Carrie's on the phone. She's like, hey, bitch. <laughs> with one of her friends. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's going through something. And she's just so obnoxious and rude. She makes a point to say, like, can we convince Spitz to get out of the soup kitchen and get him a real job? <laughs> And it's, then she's saying shit about babies. Well, not only that, <laughs> there's a baby crying in the background. And she's like, can you take that thing outside? And it's her, her baby, old baby.
1: Her old baby. With the
0: nanny. And she's like, oh, please, like, oh, that's just my child. You know, it's fine.
1: I'm surprised to see Spitsy with this Me kind too. of lady.
0: And I also wonder because when Sandy and Spitsy became friends and they both got the call on the golf course, remember, yeah, from yeah, their yeah. wives. And they're like, wow, my wife is trying to check up on me. Do you think they knew the whole time they were going to write her? Know. I don't know. Or Probably just- not. Right? I don't know
1: why they decided to go there. I mean, hey, it's funny. I just didn't picture it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For-
1: to me, I feel like Spitzy would have had to have a lot more money for Carrie to be with him. Agreed. So the fact that Spitzy is kind of on the n- basic, normal side of the Newport and then she marries him, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Unless he decided, like, I'm going to go with my... But he hates his job.
0: I know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
1: You guys let us know
0: what you think. Yeah, I think this was just to drive home the fact of, like, they want to get out of there. But so, so Sandy and Kirsten go to leave, and Carrie's like, you're not bailing on me just because you're pregnant and kirsten's like well no i'm an alcoholic because yeah. carrie wants to go to clubs yeah, like let's
1: go drink let's leave these guys at home and, and she's like well
0: no and carrie goes oh my god me too
1: <laughs> like you can't really i mean it's fun it's supposed to be comical but like
0: that's it's fucked not. up so then kirsten's like no we're actually gonna go and she goes don't worry just call me if you need baby advice kirsten's like no problem i'll do that right and she goes those guys were so lame Spitz is so embarrassed.
1: He's the whole time. So it's like, how are you married to someone like that? You know your wife. Right. So then you either love her anyway or you don't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know the whole time he's like hiding under the table. It's awful. (laughs) Really bad.
0: Anyway. So before Taylor's birthday party, Summer visits Ryan at work because she's picking up Seth. And they're heading to an art show sponsored by George. So she's checking in on Ryan to see if he's ready for the party and he tells her, Yeah, I'm ready. I even got her a gift. And it's a collection of poems that Taylor has translated and he bounded them.
1: What a nice gift. Beautiful. Very very creative for Ryan. Yeah. Because you
0: know, Teddy Bear Gummy Bears. I, from the gas, <laughs> from station. the gas station. Right. <laughs> Some are so impressed by this, but she also mentions that, you know, have you said I love you yet? Like she's just she's trying to dig. Yeah,
1: she's like, that would be great. Being that you already love her, Ryan's like, wait, what? Wait, I didn't say those words. I never said that.
0: Does Taylor want that? Obviously. And Summer's like, no, I don't know anything. Don't worry about it. And so Ryan's like, oh, well, I haven't told her yet. And Summer's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I just assumed, I just assumed that that that's going on.
1: She was trying.
0: Later that evening, Taylor and Ryan are hanging out. They're watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
1: Like, the real version. Yeah. Not the, obviously, we know us, the cartoon version.
0: (laughs) And Taylor keeps talking over the film about how Quasimodo obviously falls for Esmeralda. Esmeralda, Yeah,
1: wouldn't you?
0: And trying to, like, make it parallel to her and Ryan. Oh, how beautiful. He loves her. He'd do anything for her. He just
1: tells her he loves her. And Ryan's like, Taylor. (laughs) And Ryan is just,
0: like, not getting it over his head. And he's like, "Uh, can you... Rewind it because I'm missing these. Right, parts. like
1: you're trying you're talking to me and now I don't know what's happening. Right.
0: Cause he even says like Taylor.
1: And she's like, What? He's like, I don't know what happened. So Can you rewind <laughs> it? She's like
0: disappointed. Yeah. And then she's like
1: yelling at the TV, like, You and me and Quasi are in the same boat or something so dramatic.
0: So Taylor is obviously so upset by this that she needs Oh Taylor is obviously so upset by this, she decides she's going to decline her scholarship to Berkeley. Yeah, so quickly. I know. And Summer suggests that all they need to do is think differently how to get these words out of him. They just have to loosen him up.
1: But because Taylor says, I think he loves me because sometimes he squeezes my hand. Mm -hmm. That means something, right? Mm -hmm. I actually really liked that I think that's, it's very sweet. I also had that quote. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But funny that she thinks that he loves her. And I feel like like we said last week, like when you know, you know. Yes, it's very clear that she loves him, but also would she love anyone? Probably. Yes, she has. Yes, so that's the she problem. Loves love, she is Henri and Michelle, and so her kind of like hoping that Ryan loves her. I feel like she stretched there. Yeah, but. We'll yeah. get into it more. Right.
0: <laughs> so somewhere and Seth, they go to this art show, and Seth is just ranting on all the short films. He's acting super pretentious and kind of a dick.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, where did this come from? He just, like, I guess... We're supposed to build up that Summer is finding herself. Summer's finding herself. Yeah. What's Seth been up to? Right. So I feel like it was kind of random that people were like, Seth is lost. I'm like, Wait, when when did he become lost?
0: Yeah, I think because Summer found her, her passion thing. with George. Yeah. And he's been so focused on kind of trying to be there for Summer. He deferred his going into uh, RISD until right. she can go back. Yeah. And so, so now it's almost like he's getting find... punished for that. Yeah. But anyway, he's being pretentious as he would at these films. And Summer just wants him to be passionate about something. And because she knows she has passion. And so Seth seems lost, like you said. So she says, you know what? Why don't you make a film and prove that you can do one better? So Seth decides to make this kind of movie out of spite. He's in the backyard with two huge well floats that we saw in the beginning of the episode. And they're in the pool. And he's kind of like scaling the scene and he's like measuring the light he has his camera on the tripod sandy is inside watching all this happen.
1: <laughs> he's like what is
0: he doing <laughs> what the hell he's doing ryan comes in from a run and he's so sore in which sandy is like why didn't you just come to me first for advice because clearly you need it it's very cute yeah so they discuss saying i love you to taylor and ryan is scared and sandy's like good you should be
1: yeah and it's funny sandy's like oh so it's because you haven't said i love you like he already knows he knows
0: And he's like, because saying I love you is the most powerful thing you can say to a person. And no matter how you feel, just be honest. Which I feel like Sandy's always telling Ryan, just Just be be honest. honest." And if
1: you're not... This is the same conversation he's had about three times with Ryan since he's been dating Taylor. You need to just tell her how you feel. If it's not what she wants to hear, that's okay. You just need to explain to her that that is how you feel. This is the
0: third time. I know. Uh, But then Ryan... He takes the advice and then he tells Sandy what Seth is doing. He's making a film called Six Hours in the Pool. (laughs) So Seth shows Summer the satire of the film and she's not impressed. She's ticked because she thought this was lazy and he didn't do anything meaningful. So Seth decides he's going to follow Ryan around and film him. So we see Seth filming Ryan's. Face narrating how Ryan Atwood, his face portrays no emotion. What is Ryan rapping? How does it feel to have Dean Hess's sloppy seconds? Yes,
1: I have that quote.
0: And he says, Well, you might as well have told her that you love her after he hears what Ryan got her for her birthday. So Ryan goes, Hmm, okay. So as we know, Taylor had a plan to loosen up Ryan. <laughs> she makes dinner for Ryan, she serves him a lot of wine in which Ryan's like, I don't even drink wine.
1: Yeah, he's like, it's not my favorite.
0: Right, but Taylor insists that the wine goes with the meal, so Ryan's not going to insult, because I feel like when anyone brings kind of like a, you know, um, kind of like a classy way of eating or a classy literature or anything like that, he's not going to question it. So he's like, oh, okay. Taylor ends up getting very drunk, and Ryan brings her to bed. She confesses that if I can't get you drunk, you won't tell me you love me, and then she fakes sleeps. This
1: part, I... I enjoyed more than the rest. It because it was and comical and Because it was comical and more genuine. And even Ryan's reaction to Taylor saying, oh, you won't tell me you love me if you're not drunk. And he's like, Taylor. Right. Like, he's he knows how she is. Yeah. And then the part where she's pretending to sleep. I just loved him. He's like, are you pretending? Like, he knows her. Are you pretending to sleep? So then I'll just whisper that I love you. And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> I know. But also then he looks at her and he says, I love you.
0: Yeah, because she's like, well, it's very hard to determine what your hand squeezes mean. Yes. And so he says, I love joking. you. And they're joking. It was cute. Very cute. And then she goes, uh, she can't believe that he said this and that now we can go to Berkeley together yeah, uh, and oh asleep. You ruined
1: it. You ruined it, girl. She it fall- was cute. Right. She ruined it.
0: She falls asleep. <laughs> Ryan sees the Berkeley letter on her desk. So, back to the filming, because Ryan is telling Seth this story. Seth is like, wow, so this means vertically together, four more years.
1: Ryan's like, four more
0: years. Yeah. (laughs) So, while Seth is filming Ryan, Summer is nursing Taylor's hangover. Taylor says that she ended up playing a drinking game where she says drink, and they drink. And they drink. Right. (laughs) It's an effective game. Exactly. And she ended up on the coffee table singing, Part of Your World. Great song. So funny. I wish we could have saw that.
1: Right? I wish that we could have.
0: She also thinks that maybe Ryan said, I love you, but doesn't remember. And she's not sure if she mentioned Berkeley.
1: Yeah, which he did and you did. Right. <laughs> and so
0: then Julie enters the kitchen and she goes, oh, by the way, I gave the mailman your Berkeley letter. And so Taylor, it comes back to her like, oh, shit. She runs out, pleads with the mailman, gives this amazing speech to him, convinces him. She gets the letter back. So before the party, Frank stops by to see Ryan on his run, because Ryan helps him figure things out. So it's like, like father-like son. Yeah, kind of cute. Yeah. He needs advice on winning over a 15-year-old girl, and he makes a joke about getting a Porsche. But in all honesty, Ryan's like, just be patient.
1: Yeah. It, there's nothing else you can do. You can't push her on you. You can't
0: make her like you any faster. Right. Uh, he then tells Frank about the gift for Taylor, and Frank's like, my son, the romantic. <laughs> So, sweet. so all of this is getting in ryan's head yeah he thought this was just a sweet gift but everyone's like wow that's like a really romantic gift
1: but also like if you love her why does it matter
0: right right
1: i can't wait to hear questions and comments i have a lot to, to say about this yeah
0: <laughs> so everyone's at the mexican restaurant where ryan works this Fun. is where the party's Hell happening yeah Uh, decorations are set up. Seth is filming. He has his camera ready. Summer is walking with Taylor to the party. She's asking if she should act surprised.
1: Summer's like, but it's not a surprise party.
0: (laughs) So she walks in. She acts surprised. I'm so surprised. Sandy's like, wait, I didn't know it was a surprise party. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Kirsten is sitting outside the party. Sandy joins her. And he suggests, like, listen, we can move. If you want, yeah, and she's t- having a rough day, I know. And Kirsten's like, I'm just worried about the boys. When they come home from college, I want them to come home to their house. I get that. I know, but it will always be a house, a home, a because home because the parents are there, the family unit. Yeah, right. Then Summer and Kirsten have a chat, also outside. Except this time, which it's is about like a nice, Seth. a
1: nice, genuine mother sort of of the boyfriend. Yes, chat. We we asked for it, and it happened again. I know a
0: follow up kind of from yeah, last week. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and except this time, Seth is he sees the conversation yeah. happening. He's filming it, and Summer just explains to Kirsten that she just wants Seth to have a passion, and she's worried about him. And Kirsten's also worried, but she knows he'll find his way.
1: Yeah, he's passionate about things. Yes, he's about he's passionate about you know comics and of films and he likes all that stuff so like he will find it and once he goes to school it will help him even more right to find what he wants to do right yeah i know it's just you know if he's taking that year off there's there's a lot that he could be doing soul searching wise to find out what it is like it doesn't have to be right this minute and i
0: just feel that again he would have been in college right now yeah he stayed no, for you, man. Summer. stinks. And I'm not saying that Summer should not do her thing because Seth stayed for her. But, like, he's going for art. I yeah. think he'll be okay. He'll be okay.
1: He'll both be okay. He'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: Anyway, inside during the party, Taylor is opening her gifts. She gets a green Destiny knife replica from Seth, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's really awesome exciting. gift. She gets to Ryan's gift. She opens it and it's a dictionary.
1: This hurts so much. Like, are you fucking kidding me, Ryan?
0: (laughs) Seth is like, oh, red is a cool color, and Ryan's like, yeah, apparently it has more words than most.
1: Yeah, because it's a dictionary. Right. This is so awful. Like, you really, you're going to give her a dictionary you can't just be like yeah i got you even like a
0: gift card would be better than a dictionary like what does that even mean you panic when, when ryan panics it's really bad.
1: bad he is not good on his feet
0: no so <laughs> seth runs at, uh taylor excuse me runs out crying and ryan apologizes they talk about berkeley and that she needed to know how he felt about her and she's like i'm not crazy you did say you loved me and then she's like if i told you about berkeley beforehand would you have said you loved me and there's a pause. Why is there a pause? Well, there's always a pause because now it's cake time. Wow! Well. <laughs> so she goes back in for cake. They sing to her. And we're waiting for her to blow out the candles. It takes her a while. Yeah. But then she runs off. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's other drama at the party because Julie notices in the bathroom there's a picture of Frank hanging <laughs> and says, this guy loves clown porn.
1: <laughs> oh, so good. I know,
0: she approaches Caitlin and Caitlin's like, listen, we lost Dad, we lost Marissa, we lost Dr. Roberts, now the bullet. How long do you think Frank will last?
1: Right, like, can it just be you and me for a little bit?
0: And fact of the matter is, he's not family. So and he's basically living in our house. Can we chill? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So she leaves that conversation, and as Ryan is leaving the party to go chase after Taylor, Ryan sees Caitlyn sitting outside, and he tells her that he will always be her brother.
1: So sweet.
0: I know. In a non-completely creepy way. And
1: it's not creepy. Not no. at all.
0: So Julie comes to get Caitlyn. They talk, and they both tell Ryan that if you don't tell Taylor you love her, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, wow. He did.
1: I know. It's kind of like he needs to now tell her again and
0: explain it better because you're right. given the mixed signals. Right. So as we get to the end of the episode, Julie knows Caitlin is right. They talk about the situation. She's like, I'm going to slow it down. It can just be us. They decide to go get ice cream together. Yeah. Back at the Cohen, Seth shows Summer what he filmed of her talking to Kirsten.
1: Yeah. And she feels like really bad.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I get it. And I get what you're saying. Maybe I can be a critic. I yeah, love movies. Hey, it's a great idea. Sure. They decide to head out, and they're going to rent Inconvenient Truth.
1: Yeah.
0: Ryan goes to see Taylor, and she's on the phone getting her cards read. <laughs> Ryan brings her his gift, says I love you. I don't want to lose you. Let's put it all on the table. Yeah,
1: like, whoa, buddy. We're Now all of a sudden, you're flipping the switch again. He's so intense there. Right.
0: Berkeley, Paris, Oxford, anything. I mean,
1: hey, I swooned. I was like, yes, Ryan's saying that to me. Sure. He's saying it to me. It's fine. But like five seconds ago, you weren't sure. Right. It's very confusing just to the audience. I can't even imagine how confused Taylor is. Yeah. So like, I, what,
0: Ryan? But as, a long, as soon as this happens, the earthquake oh, begins. Oh my God, this was so intense. So as the earthquake's beginning taking place we have sandy and kirsten they're at the plaza still because sandy was wrapping up the party yeah kirsten is on the f- ground this is so
1: scary and
0: sandy covers her <laughs> we have julie and caitlin at the ice cream shop they're in and they get boarded up they get shut in there we have seth and summer in the jeep which filled with taylor's presence because they're like we'll take back her presents." Uh, yeah. and a pole drops on yeah, them that's so crazy and they get out of the car luckily and then Ryan and Taylor in the bedroom, they drop to the floor and a glass.
1: Like a, what's that called? Like a china cabinet? Yeah.
0: F- is about falls, to fall. Like
1: falls on them. On
0: Ryan. And at this point, all of the men are covering.
1: Their, per- their yeah.
0: perspective ladies. Which and that's how that ends. So
1: sweet. And I had so many emotions. Yeah. I just kept crying and crying. I know. And like ugly kim kardashian crying Same. like i couldn't control myself and i'm like why all of a sudden is this happening to me and then i'm thinking about oh shit like next week like we have to keep going into this it's not gonna magically disappear no
0: so, and, so it's very heavy and seeing any destruction yeah. in the beginning oh, to so our pool awful. house to the that household is so it just means the end the yeah. end is coming
1: yeah and it was really it was really hard to watch yeah
0: but we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with all of your questions and comments. Yay. Bong. Welcome back from break. <laughs> we're gonna get into your questions and comments, but first we're gonna start with our girl Tish, our trivia correspondent with her T T T T T at Tish underscore Dominique124 on Instagram. Mark Fish plays the mailman in this episode, and he also helped write 318.
1: I was Ooh. gonna say his name sounds very familiar. familiar. Yeah.
0: Although Taylor's hospital bracelet says her birthday is in July, this uh, episode takes place in February. Oh. It's speculated that Taylor's birthday is February 23rd. Wait,
1: what? That's so confusing. It's so sloppy. Okay. So then I really am in my feelings about this because it's
0: only been like two months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She says, I found the majority of this episode to be a bit frustrating. I understand that this episode wouldn't have happened if the characters would have just communicated to begin with, but literally just talking to the person could have solved everything in this episode. Yeah. Caitlin should have just talked to Julie to begin with, but I get it. She also says she found Taylor to be annoying in this episode. Uh, Rather than tricking Ryan into saying, I love you, she would have just recommended that he be honest like hey i got into berkeley applied way before we were a thing what do you think about our future yeah like let's talk like adults well that's asking a lot of course she says i really do love when ryan and caitlin talk and he said he will always be a brother to her that was really sweet yeah, i almost I, cried me too i can't believe we only have two more episodes even though i knew the earthquake was coming it felt so sudden yeah i know thank you tish Mike at Dell underscore Vasto. He says, the clown porn reminds me of Monica thinking Chandler likes shark porn. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I can understand Caitlin's reasoning for her actions. Julie and Frank have moved pretty fast. And it's only been three or four months since we had Julie back from being lost in grief. Yeah. It'll be nice to have Julie and Caitlin time. She keeps going from guy to guy. Single Julie. This is much needed. Hashtag team Julie. Yes. Thank you couple of questions. If the two of you had to make a short film, what would you do it on? So, Mike, this made me LOL because I've made many short films. Michelle's had
1: lots of little projects.
0: In college, I had to make one, and I made it on Uno because our friend group was obsessed with the game Uno. And I made this film. It was silent. And my two guy friends, Andrew and Nick, I had close-ups of them sweating, playing this very intense <laughs> game of Uno. And then at the same time, they got Uno, which I guess because they were playing so fast. When you think about it, it's like, how can you get Uno at the same time? Right. Because I've had that question. But it's like they were playing so fast that they kept putting the cards down so fast.
1: Right. And so they both had Uno at the same time. And
0: then that was the only sound in the film. They yelled Uno.
1: Ha 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 Do you have that still?
0: I don't. No. I wish I did.
1: Because that would be funny to post for our patrons.
0: I made another short film. On Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart. Mm. And I did it with my ex boyfriend. That was some, that was, brings back such memories. I have that one though.
1: We're, not, we're probably not
0: going to post that. No, one. I'm not going to post that. And then, you know, I used to make little stop motion films. So, yeah. List?
1: I, I can't say I have any of those in my past. What I would make a short film on, uh, I don't know. But you know what's funny? Now that TikTok is such a huge thing. Yeah. It's pretty much like all these short films yeah. in one very quick video. But my brother-in-law's sister sent me a video of this guy on TikTok who works at Coldstone. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. It's almost as funny as like the Reddit post. Not the Reddit, like the BuzzFeed article I used to work at Coldstone. This guy, he works at Coldstone still, and he's like, This is how you make. Cheesecake ice cream and like the way he does it's so funny and like it just brought me right back because I don't know if most of most of you guys know that I used to work at Cold Stone like 10 plus years ago. uh. So it just brought me back i think it would be funny if i like still were dick holdstone to do something like that like that was very creative on his part it would be right yeah it's just so entertaining he's like this is how i do the ice cream and he's like mixing it and like doing a dance and then he's like chopping it it just was like really is that how you used to make it you oh with the dance and everything? yeah exactly oh, yeah. okay exactly and then they put the tip in the jar i'd be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm not singing for
0: you <laughs> Yeah, good times. He asked if you either of you ever felt an earthquake. He says, I felt two tiny ones when he was little, but they were barely anything. We had one. Yeah. This was like six years ago, maybe something like that. And it felt just kind of like
1: for like one second that I can remember. It was just like a shake.
0: When we were on vacation in Costa Rica, we experienced an earthquake and my whole family woke up in the hotel room because the lamp fell. I woke up to my dad turning on the light because I'm like, why the hell did you just turn on the light? And he's like, we were just an earthquake. You didn't even
1: feel it at all. I'm
0: kind of glad I didn't feel that.
1: Yeah, that's scary.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Vic at Muse Chick. Spitzy's wife looks like she'd be friends with Holly and her six pack pack. Probably is. <laughs> yeah, taking a baby to a restaurant and sit them a few tables beside you is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ridiculous, Caitlin is acting so childish.
1: Yes. I felt that way in the beginning, but then towards the end, I was like, you know, I understand.
0: Yeah. She agrees with us how she wished she saw Taylor and Ryan play that drinking game. Yeah. Thought it was so sweet when Ryan was smiling and laughing at Taylor that he just stops, brushes her bangs aside, and tells her he loves her. Mm -hmm. Her reaction was priceless. Loves the Cooper woman, support the relationship of Ryan and Taylor
1: yes i was thinking that too like you do you ryan it the past is in the past like you've obviously moved on and that's okay and that's great right
0: uh regarding the earthquakes she's been through a few not dangerous as that but i don't get why they didn't just have ryan and taylor go into a doorway oh yeah see like to do i
1: guess but like things that us like New Yorkers that
0: don't have to deal with earthquakes. Yeah, I would never California. Right. I would never think to do that. Right. But she said that then we wouldn't have drama.
1: Right, of course. I
0: mean still, but Yeah.
1: Well California they have a lot of
0: Yeah. Earthquakes. Yeah. So some questions. Do you think if Taylor would have mentioned Berkeley to Ryan, he would have still reacted the same or should she have just waited to talk to him about it once they were dating longer?
1: Well She would have had to give her okay and acceptance and the scholarship pretty soon. Like, they don't wait for that stuff. Right. So I think she probably should have just, like, as we said before, like, Tish said, let's just bring it up in conversation. Like, hey, I applied to Berkeley a while ago. I'm thinking about going there in the fall if that's cool with you, being that we're, like, together and, like, Maybe we'll see where this goes. And I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole Ryan situation. So the whole episode, now I'm getting into this in-depth conversation. Yeah. I don't know if people have more questions and comments in regards to the I love you.
0: Well, okay. Alicia, she... Wa- I don't
1: mean to just skip around if it's confusing.
0: No, no, no. Okay. Alicia had a a similar question, which fits into this vein. I also am going to read her you know, after we finish this question, but I want to read, she sent in her psychic story. Oh, fun. But I'm talking about Alicia at AW315. She wants to know, uh, how do you think Taylor tried to get Ryan to say he loves her? Do you think he really does as much as Marissa? So I think that's that's where you're going. That's what
1: my question is. And I wrote it in my notes. Do you think Ryan loves Taylor? Or was he like coerced into telling her that? Because we start the episode where Taylor's like, I want Ryan to say, I love you. Regardless if he feels it, she wants him to say it, and so then Taylor uh, Summer is fishing, and then tells pretty much tells Ryan like yeah Taylor wants you to say I love you for her birthday like that's her gift that's what she wants, and so then he finds out that, and then Taylor drunkenly says you're never gonna tell me you love me if you're not drunk, and so then Ryan plays it off like haha and but also I do love you, so I'm in that moment I'm like. But does he? I think the way he said it was very genuine. genuine. It was so genuine. Like he knew it. The way he said it, there was no hesitation. But then what I don't understand is why is there hesitation if you guys, if you love her, you don't just love someone and then be like, yeah, well, like another month, I don't know where it's going to go. Like you love that person. Right. So what's the difference if you're both going to Berkeley? I get she's intense and she did it. The, the way she presented it was like, I applied there because you're going there and we love each other and we're going to spend forever together. Crazy.
0: Well, I think that also it's another thing of a little bit of scared. And will I of lose course. this person? Yeah. Marissa died. Yes. I think it might go back to that. It's just, it's just a proceeding with caution and being more hesitant. It is. I mean, hey, listen. I guess. He wanted Sadie to go to Berkeley with him. I know. And Sadie, I you're just a nice guy. Thing. Keep in touch. So, you know, <laughs> I can't forget that. I, I was thinking that, too. Like, oh, wait,
1: he and Sadie were going to, like, move in together. What was... And that was so quick. Yeah. He didn't say I love you then. No. So what's wrong with this? I think his teller is an intense person, and yeah. they kind of just intensely started dating and... And also she, maybe he she actually has a lot of like she's a very high Hey, Liam. He gives zero fucking zero fucks. fucks.
0: Um no, but maybe with uh what was I gonna say? You were saying something and it interrupted you and then Liam interrupted us. That's okay.
1: I Same was gonna say. Um I think because Taylor is so intense, their relationship has always been so in t- intense that <laughs> these cats. I-, I wonder if this is being picked up, it generally doesn't, and like I think that it does a little bit. You can hear Soli yeah. a little bit,
0: she is just has a lot to say about Taylor and Ryan tonight. <laughs> Who's your favorite, Soli?
1: So, I was, but
0: you were saying that like it's a scared thing, right? Okay. So maybe he actually does love her and he's afraid to perceive a caution. Like, oh, my God, I've never felt these feelings before. Yeah, Like, maybe they're more intense
1: because um, it's a different. He's loving her in a different way than he loved Marissa.
0: He was constantly saving Marissa. Marissa was constantly saving him. They were younger, yeah, was, high was, school. Yeah,
1: it was always like the drama of it all. And can we be together? But are we not good for each other? And they pretty much were like. I don't know maybe equally off than they were on than they were on, like they were in a relationship, yeah. equally as much as they were friends on the show, which I liked me too, Taylor and Ryan, though like, not friends, not friends ever, so we're pretty much just going into this like, yeah, this is a romantic relationship, and Taylor is they're just very different, and obviously express themselves completely.
0: And you know what I, I believe you can love multiple people totally I you love them too. for different reasons yeah. and he do I think he loves her like he loved Marissa no because it's a totally different it's relationship different. like there's
1: no way you can compare right those two
0: relationships and even if you look into your own life like all of my ex'es, there's not many, but I love them for different reasons. Yeah and we could have ended not the best but I love them because of a moment in my life that I grew as a person because of them. So you do, there's a part that you always love a certain part of ex-loves. I feel like Taylor is a
1: challenge. She is. Even though Marissa was a challenge in itself in a different way. So different. Like their relationship wasn't, their relationship wasn't a challenge, but they had challenges where like Taylor and Ryan's relationship is more challenging because they're older and they're way more different than he was with Marissa, like, personality-wise and hobbies and likes and things like that. So I think that this relationship is just an intense older relationship. And, like, who's to say in the next couple years he's not going to have an even more intense older relationship? Like, the more you grow as a person and in age your relationship becomes more intense because you're getting into more serious things. And so, like, Mariah and Marissa, like, what was the serious thing they had to deal with besides, obviously, the, the big things that happened, but not, like, life step seriousness. You guys were in high school. You guys were in high school. So, like, yeah, you dealt with high school things and a f- really sad Family things. drama stuff. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened to you at such a young age. But Taylor and Ryan, it's like, okay, we're older now. Are we progressing in the way we right. should be? So it's just
0: different. It's just different. Circling back to yeah, the second part of that question, do you think a couple should talk about going to college together?
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, she thinks
0: that if you're together, I would assume you would want to go to college together unless you have completely different passions. Not
1: necessarily. No. I don't think. Ideally, like, the best situation would be like, yeah, you, you're in the same town, but you're in different schools. Or, like, it's, you right. know... Half hour away, ideally, or even an hour away. Not that bad. Like, my sister and her husband, they went to colleges pretty much like an hour. Like, he lives in the city, and she was outside the city maybe 45 minutes. And, I mean, they were together on the weekends. They kept a relationship alive. They've been together for, like, 10 years at this point now, obviously. But, like, you want your own space, too. I wouldn't want to be, like, always... With my partner
0: in school. And it's kind of how Seth and Summer. Yeah. Same state, close by. And even their whole back and forth with the college situation, it frustrated us. But looking back, that was more, that made more sense. Yeah, and this This is, is their relationship is way more relatable. And also, we've seen them grow, so we have more stock in them. Yeah. Thank you, Vic. Yes, thank you. Jess at Mrs. Boquist. Frank's height and weight is listed as 6'4". And three quarters and 185 pounds. He's 6'4"? Wow. That's what it's he it He doesn't that tall. The movie Ryan and Taylor are watching is A Hunchback of Notre Dame featuring Charles Lawton and Maureen O'Hara. It's based on Victor Hugo's novel by the same name. Yes. I feel like Ryan is sort of damned if he does, damned if he doesn't in yes. this episode. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I know Frank has a history of being a bad guy in the past, but the Frank we known in season four, other than lying about being sick in order to meet Ryan, Mm -hmm. has mostly been good. Yes, and that's why we're torn with feeling that way. Yeah. Uh, while While he wasn't Caitlin's first choice and a potential stepdad, I don't think it's right for her to be so nasty to him. No, it's not. Uh, She says six pack my six pack pack my ass. I commiserate with Molly the mammoth. (laughs) Yeah, I mean you can have a six
1: pack and be pregnant at the same time. It's just you have a pregnant belly, Mm -hmm. so there's you don't
0: see the definition right until it gets flat again. Yeah, Uh, Alicia, I mentioned before that I wanted to read her psychic story that she sent to us. She says that she's been to a psychic once many years ago in Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh. I was with my ex at the time who was sitting with me. The psychic said I was going to go through something very big and then I thought I wouldn't be able to get through it. And a few months later, I was in the midst of a divorce. Oh. All turned out fine. He talked about how I help people more than I think. And she says I'm a teacher and was coaching at the time. He also said, I was going to have two or three kids, and I have two, a boy and a girl, which he predicted in that correct order. Wow, I have chills. And he said some things about what they will be like, so we shall see. Also says, I also live with my brother-in-law since he's been 16. My husband's mom passed away, so he's always lived with us. So he could be the third child, and it fits the information that the psychic gate. Oh, me. that's such
1: a sweet like
0: view on that. Yes. I love that. I know. Thank you for sharing. Yes, that. thank you for sharing. It's really cool. Okay. Thank you, Alicia. Moving on to our emails. Woohoo! Jillian, Ryan having trouble saying I love you was good the first time. Yes. It was only okay this time. Taylor annoyed me. Marissa played it cool and hard to get while Taylor was going overboard with poise and antiquated ideas about how the man has to say it first instead of letting it be natural or taking initiative.
1: Yes, Jillian. I wholeheartedly this is what i've been wanting to say but haven't thought of the words and that's exactly right why couldn't you just say hey i love you do you
0: feel it too if not cool whatever but she can't she can never play cool uh she says i love seth and summer's storyline this episode seth was too complacent the movie was an excellent stand-in for the real issue Mm. Surprised seth didn't try to resurrect atomic county like in the season opener yeah would have been cool The Caitlyn storyline was successfully funny and over-the-top heartfelt. Her speech to Julie about all they lost was effective, and then her talk with Ryan made me cry. I love that Julie heard Caitlyn, and by proxy that she heard Marissa when she criticized Julie for not listening. Mm. That's what we call character growth.
1: Yes. Thank you, Jillian. Yeah, great points. And, like, yes, the first time Ryan said, like, thank you, okay, you're 16. Fine. Fine. But now you're a little bit older. You should kind of know how you feel by this at this point.
0: Again, it's 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 just different. And the way Marissa, she just like said, played it cool. She's like like, Okay. okay." And then she said thank you when he said it. Yeah. Cute. Cute. Just different personality. Mm -hmm. I know. Lexi. Ryan working out. More of it, please. (laughs) Yes. Also, when we see that Frank likes to run and that he gets that from his dad. Ryan gets it from its dad. She said that she liked that they included that exchange. Yeah, sweet. Seth filming the pool was funny, but they built this whole plot story to not even show us a sentimental or cool movie.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, Lexi liked the earthquake and thought it was so needed to make some big drama in this show. Yeah, and
1: big changes from now on.
0: Yeah. Lexi's thoughts on Ryan saying, I love you. Him finally expressing himself causes an earthquake, but he's finally able to love again and it's really sweet. I love his genuine laugh and smile and the whole interaction with Taylor being drunk was so funny. Yes. I also like that they made Ryan second guess himself. It's relatable and and honestly in true Ryan Atwood fashion. Yes, this is true. The second I love you scene made me cry when Ryan says, let's put it all on the table is one of the most beautiful scenes in this whole show and that's from someone who would take Marissa back in a second.
1: Wow. I know. I can agree to that. I feel like as much as we have these couples, I feel like on this show, and this is just my humble opinion, there isn't, besides like the coffee cart and Spider-Man kiss and like Kirsten and Sandy all the time, there isn't like these like epic romantic gestures or like, yes, I love you. Like, I'm crying in the rain. One tree hill. Why do we need that though? No, I know. You know what I mean? Like, Ryan saying that, it was like, to me, like, okay. He's, like again, he's saying that to me. He loves me. (laughs) And I'm swooning because it's so rare for him to say something like that.
0: Yeah. I think, Yeah. I accept Ryan and Taylor yeah. as the more I watch, I'm like, they're just not my couple. They're yeah. not. And I loved, we've said it. And the more and more I talk about this, the more and more I'm watching, because I'm just noticing how I'm reacting. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It's not my. Right. I don't love, not that I don't love them together. I think I'm just neutral to I accept it. I accept it too. But are they my
1: favorite? No. And when I came into watching this show for the second time, I thought that this was going to be my ship. No, not even close. Yeah. Sandy and Kirsten, I think, are my ship.
0: Yeah. Uh, she says, can Holly go to the island? We don't need her to move the plot. So bye, girl. Yeah. They've really used her three or four times in this season
1: where we haven't seen her since season one. I know. Which is fun for that. Which is strange. Actress. But
0: yeah. And then she says, this is unrelated to this storyline, but Marissa needed a funeral. Sorry, but even Caleb got one. Come on. I know she had one, but they didn't show it. It could have been a flashback or something quick, but she deserved a funeral with Hallelujah playing in the background. It would have destroyed me. It would have. I don't think I killed me. Could have watched that. No.
1: Either show. It would have been worse if like they didn't show her die and then we just had a funeral or something. But just beautifully seeing her die. Sorry, guys. You know, we love the way she died. Yes, I love that storyline. Yeah. Uh, I I, respect it. I don't think it was necessary to kill your audience even more seeing them bury her, especially Julie or Caitlin, Ryan, Summer. These people. I can't do it. No, like they would not be functioning
0: yeah and so therefore
1: i am not functioning <laughs> right.
0: i mean i cried it i cried during johnny's surf funeral yeah that was so beautiful yes i couldn't do marissa's i could not do it caleb's funeral i remember it being sort of
1: comical no am i thinking no, of something kirsten completely... was drunk oh no never mind i'm thinking Caleb, of something i cried compli- too yeah i'm thinking of something completely different no yeah. that was really freaking sad yeah but I hear what
0: you're saying, Lexi. Like I totally hear yeah. what you're saying. I just know I couldn't I I couldn't do it. Yeah. Selfishly, we don't want to watch yeah. her. Thank you, Lexi. Lisa, she says, I'm not a fan of this episode. Hmm. The last two episodes have reminded me why I'm not a huge fan of Taylor. She's yeah. very manipulative. While she doesn't manipulate maliciously, it's not the character trait I'm particularly fond of. One, I'm with Liz. It's way too early to expect Ryan to say I love you. Yes. As we discussed in Thank this episode. You. Two, we couldn't have a time jump for the birthday or Kiki would be very pregnant. So I think this is just an error with a date. Yes, very much so. Three, it's not okay to intentionally try to get someone drunk so you can get them to do or say something. Right. And so when you're drunk, the truth
1: comes out even more. So, y- girl, you were probably playing with fire. What if he got drunk and was like, you know what? I don't really think I I don't know how I feel. I think That's I want to be That's the honest up. truth.
0: Right. Right. And that, you know, it could have been a disaster. Yeah. She says, I liked Ryan giving... I liked Summer giving Ryan the heads up on what Taylor wanted for her birthday shows the bond between Summer and Ryan. Yeah, because he really could have been blind. He was blindsided. Like,
1: oh shit, she wants me to say I love you for her birthday. Like, he had no idea that was coming. Right.
0: She says, I also like that she was trying to get Seth excited about something, but I think if she had just told him that it wouldn't have meant more than him having to overhear it.
1: Yeah. Like, we didn't need to make him do this elaborate
0: short film yeah she then says she moved up on patreon so welcome girl we're so glad to have you and she's making her way through trail talk oh bless your heart Ooh, (laughs) enjoy but that's all we have for our questions and comments thank you everyone music in this episode we have block party i am jen rogue wave damian dorado and frito viola Fredo, (laughs) viola (laughs) okay Smile counter.
1: You know, I was a bad girl and I didn't keep track this episode. That's
0: okay. I had six. Vic counted ten, included when he was laughing, and smiles when he showed teeth. So totally fine.
1: He had the scene where he does tell Taylor he loves her, does have the giggles, and does smile. Yeah. right. That scene I can remember for sure he smiled in, but the rest...
0: (laughs) Totally fine. Uh, Some fashion?
1: Uh, I have Seth's gray button-down.
0: Yes. I, I like, like that. I like Taylor's lace top.
1: I liked Ryan's gray long-sleeve shirt.
0: Mm-hmm. Taylor had a blue top that I really liked. Julie's blue halter. Yes. I friggin' love that. I like Taylor's pink robe.
1: Ryan's black button-down for their date night. Oh, mm-hmm. And Julie's black off-the-shoulder shirt. Julie. She's
0: always a smokeshaw. All right, some quotes. This is a really good croissant. <laughs> Ryan talking about his feelings and that would be an earth-shattering event.
1: I'm going to seriously never stop barfing.
0: Do you see this about earthquake weather? You know, it's kind of a voodoo science that lets politicians deny global warming. <laughs> hey hoes, come here. <laughs> you think they'd let me join the six-pack pack? I'm doing my sit-ups. The people in Newport are awful. Taylor, are you pretending to go to sleep, thinking I'll tell you I love you while you're unconscious? I had that, too. I loved
1: it. Uh, and where would she get her hands on clown porn? <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Taylor Townsend, the fast-talking Eve Harrington who held, who melted Ryan's heart. After you have that thing, we should
1: totally go out.
0: Look, Frank, I get that men have urges, and I imagine prison is one of those places where those urges get twisted, but I've never heard of clown porn. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's the Atwood jeans. We are made to sustain massive amounts of alcohol. And tell me, Ryan, how does it feel to get Dean Hess's sloppy seconds? So good. Do you have more? I have a Taylorism.
0: Taylor. 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 Ah, that Taylor. All right. What is your Taylorism? Sometimes he grabs my hand, squeezes it for no reason. What else could that mean? My Taylorism was the speech to the mailman kind of need it back. Ma'am, once the letter goes in the pouch, it's the property of the federal government. Okay. And I totally understand that, but if you take that letter, I am gonna lose my place at Berkeley and the chance to be with the man I love and who I think loves me. And, And 15 years from now, when he is trapped in a loveless marriage and I have become a cold hard ice queen for whom love is no more than a distant memory, it will come down to the fact that on this morning, which coincidentally happens to be my birthday, you obey the letter of the law at the expense of simple human charity. Uh, Vick's Taylorism was, you know, sometimes I just want to grab him and tie him to a chair and shoot him full of sodium pentanol and see what spills I out. I almost
1: had that one too.
0: And Jess, you going off to Berkeley, me going whichever way the wind blows.
1: <laughs> it's funny.
0: MVP and shittiest. Struggle, bus. Okay. So struggled during this. To be honest with you. You don't have any. I don't have any.
1: I have... My instant reaction, but also like my shittiest, I take it back. (laughs) But I'll tell you who my MVP is, I guess. Do you want to three, two, one it, or you want me to just tell
0: you who I picked? Yeah, three, two, one it. Okay, ready? Three, two, Two,
1: one, Sandy. Sandy. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. All of the kids had kind of like one little part where I was like, "Mm, You're not my MVP, Sandy. Hey, let me pick up the bill. Let me give you some advice. Let me get that six pack club. Just we can move adorable. We can move whatever you want. These people are awful. Fuck them. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed him. Yeah. Uh
0: so Jillian chose Julie. Okay. Because she took Caitlyn's you know, took Caitlyn in stride yes. and accepted Caitlin's feedback. Lisa chose Julie as well. Vic chose Ryan because even though he had his moments, he still admitted how he felt and was willing to go anywhere with Taylor.
1: Yeah, I almost gave it to him, but then there's so much of the back and forth where I was like, oh, come on, Ryan, like figure it out kind of thing.
0: Right. And Jess also chose Ryan for throwing Taylor a party and giving her a romantic gift. Yes. And then coming up, you know, being able to put his feelings out there. He's grown so much in four seasons. He's so true. These are all
1: valid reasons. He has grown in the emotional aspect of his well yeah yeah like yeah. Ex- the expressiveness like
0: it's getting there yeah so it's good to see that it's it's, sh- it's hard because the shittiest right it my excuse for everyone is like well that's just their character trait <laughs> that's just who they are right
1: like seth meh, He's he wasn't shitt- shitty. he wasn't shitty but like didn't I? Didn't necessarily enjoy the no, I know, but stuff. And I felt like he didn't summer with the pushing again. Didn't really. Do need you have a shitty? Because
0: everyone else has their shitty. I
1: have. Let me just tell you, sure, it's Caitlyn, But also, I don't want it to be Caitlin because I said right. I understand her, so I kind of take it back,
0: right? So Jess chose Caitlyn because how she trained, she treated Frank and Julie. Right, like
1: she doesn't have to f- treat Frank that way, but I understand her motive,
0: right? Uh, Vic chose Caitlyn also. Because of the whole mugshot situation with the clown porn. Yeah. Lisa chose Taylor. Yeah, I almost went there too. Like the pushing. And Jillian chose Taylor. She put way too much pressure on Ryan to say I love you and telling him she wanted to go to Berkeley together after a few months of dating. I love you is a far cry from let's go to my dream school that you would hate together.
1: Yeah, I I agree. The thing
0: is it's like I think as of Taylor, it didn't surprise me to do something. It like didn't this.
1: surprise me either, but I still Didn't enjoy watching it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Caitlin is reacting and everything she gave in the explanation of everybody leaves. Look who we've lost. I'm mad. I'm acting out. And Julie, here you go. You were sleeping with the tennis instructor, sleeping with your other instructor the book. I mean, that's like a lot on the kid. Yeah, and it's funny because watching
1: it, I never, as much as I put her as my shittiest, I never felt like, oh, come on, Caitlin. No, same. Like I wasn't annoyed with it. I was just like, oh, your actions are kind of shitty, so that's why I picked right. her. Right. But also, like when I think about my emotions and what riled me up, the Taylor stuff riled me up more. Right. I agree. So yeah, I had to give it to her, but not
0: really. Yeah. Alrighty, time for patron of the week. Yeah, patron of the week. Sully's ready for Patron of (laughs) the Week. She's so excited. She's so
1: excited. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week.
0: It's Patron patron of the Week. Who will it be? It's
1: Patron of the Week. This week, I chose a brand new patron to the Mm. network. She has been sending us email after email each week for three gossip girls, Podcast. If you don't know, we have a three uh, Gossip Girl podcast. You should go check it out if you're a fan of that show. Her name is Angelina. Angelina. I wanted to say, welcome to the network. We are so happy. You have definitely made a presence and graced us like the angel Angelina that you are. Oh, 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 oh I see what you did there. A- the angel Angelina. I'm like making this gesture of my arms above my head. I wish you could see it at the moment. But we just wanted to say again, thank you so much for joining us. Your feedback is like, like literally heaven sent. Like everything you say it's a great perspective. We love hearing from you. So keep it up because
0: it's great. Thank you, Angelina. We're so happy and excited to have you here. Yes. All right. Holy crap. Holy crap. It's the haiku. It's the
1: penultimate episode. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so sweet. Let I'm sorry if, you, if you couldn't understand because I heard it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh it's just something else i don't know how i feel so indifferent me too Like i feel happy but also i feel like sad and also it almost I feels feel real episode
0: yeah okay so here's your haiku for season four episode 15 the night moves 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 okay right after the quake people are stranded and hurt now more than ever
1: oh i see i know i don't remember exactly what happens but I know people don't die, so that's good. <laughs> like, our core peeps don't die. We get
0: some touching moments. But I'm
1: sure we do. Um, from what I can remember... What can I assume that one of our couples, something hurt. Something had to have hurt, right? Because you can't have them all go unscathed where something has not, uh, you know, injured one of them. Obviously, I'm hopeful it's not Kirsten because... That would be awful. Uh, I mean, obviously, from what I sort of remember, I feel like it's the for like it's Ryan and Taylor that would make most sense to me because Seth and Summer got out of the car, and the whole china cabinet fell on them, so that was not good. Uh, but again, no one dies, guys, so don't worry. <laughs> I could be I could be completely wrong with that. Um, people are stranded. I'm. I know Julie and Caitlin are together. So it's like all the couples are kind of together. So everyone's with their perspective partner. So maybe there's like lots of talk of like what ifs and reminiscing on like, I, but I love you because this is a really scary situation. Mm-hmm. Michelle's nodding her head. I think I'm on the sort of the right track. now. Yeah. I hope we don't selfishly for my emotions. I hope the entire episode is not strictly like maybe we'll do like half the first like the first half is let's recoup from the earthquake and get back and michelle's like not even close um and then like towards the end of the episode it's like we're setting up for whatever's gonna happen in the finale
0: so i read ahead remember i told you i wasn't gonna do this yeah I read ahead for the finale and as soon as i read it I was like it all came rushing oh, wow. back and i was like that's right that's, that's right. right. <laughs> okay. Now, this all all my visions all make sense. Yeah, I have no
1: visions except for, like, two scenes that happen in the finale. I couldn't tell you what happens next week besides aftermath of Earthquake.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's the aftermath. It's sad. Yeah. Yes. Everything is destroyed. The Cohen's house. Ey, yeah. Awful. Right. Hard to predict in terms yeah. of uh, details, but you're on the right track thanks i would hope so yeah uh so guys as you know finale is coming penultimate is coming it's coming so if you're listening today saturday and you're wondering wow can't believe i got this episode so early surprise surprise mm-hmm. tomorrow sunday the 11th we are recording the penultimate for 15 yes. and we're recording with our friends dom and simon From the Mighty 90s podcast and the Ravens podcast. So, if you finish this episode and then you're like, oh my God, let me watch and let me send my questions and comments, send to us right now. (laughs) Right this minute. Right this minute. If it is Saturday the 10th, because if it's after that, it's too late to get in for (laughs) it. We're
1: just being honest
0: at this point. The finale is coming and we'll be recording that on... The twentieth. Yeah. We're recording our final episode on the twentieth. Final, you know, season four, episode sixteen, the finale on the (laughs) twentieth. So if you have questions and comments for that particular episode, get them in early.
1: Yeah. You guys have from when we're recording this a good two weeks. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. So email at at Let's Talk O C if it's a lengthy email. If you want to send us an audio, a minute to a minute thirty is a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh Again, you can DM us on Instagram and all that Twitter. We want to hear from you. Also want to make an announcement on the 27th, which is a Tuesday, we're going to have a live stream party. I'm so excited for this. And look for the link on our Patreon page. It'll be public. So the thing about Patreon is all you have to do is go to ittakes3network.com and it's going to be accessible to uh, the public. Right. There are posts that are just for our
1: patrons and then there are posts that we make public so Everyone, regardless if you're a patron or not, you can see this link.
0: But that's all we have for this week's recap of 4.14 The Shake-Up. Stay tuned for after the credits where we go into after dark. Maybe I'll tell Liz what I read.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know, Regarding
0: <laughs> the finale as it all came running back to me. And we have some questions and comments. So, until then, we'll see you for 4.15 The Penultimate... With Dom and Simon, yeah, the night moves. After dark, after, after dark, dark, let's talk O-C. Let's talk OC. All right, after dark, after dark, yeah going to open up with Jillian. Okay, cool. She says, I'm so glad Taylor doesn't go to Berkeley.
1: Yeah, I could assume that.
0: <laughs> it would be too much. I've come around to them as a couple, but I just don't believe that they're endgame. And I think that's how I feel, Jillian.
1: Yeah. They're a good couple for now. Yeah. Do I think that they are endgame? I don't know. But do I want them to be?
0: No. No. Thick. She says, I think more people would be on board with Ryan and Taylor if we had seen some moments of their dates and more episodes. I just think Ryan didn't want to feel anything after Marissa. When he finally let Taylor in, she opened him up. He did things out of his comfort zone. He smiles more and laughs, wrote a poem, gave a teddy, and he said, I love you three times, my heart.
1: Yeah. I, I would have. He needs to push a little bit. Yeah.
0: I would have loved to have seen double dates with them in Sathomar. Also, it would have been really nice if they went to England or Berkeley together. We could have seen their mature relationship in their 20s. I still think they end up together later after being apart, but that's just me.
1: Hey, I would love that if they grew as people.
0: Yeah. Sure. She says, if they would have gone to school together, where would you have wanted to see them go? I honestly have no thoughts on that.
1: (laughs) That's such an awful answer. But Ryan goes to Berkeley. No, he doesn't.
0: I think he... (laughs) The thing is, there's a time down. I sort of
1: remember that.
0: There's six months. That's it? and that's it six months from the earthquake but that's it well no there's multiple time jumps gotcha 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 (laughs) i was like no 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 there's
1: multiple okay so there's six months after the time jump Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which february march april may june july right ish maybe maybe august right
0: so the kids getting ready to go to school like go again Well, they put every, every, the earthquake majorly changed a lot of decisions. Oh. So things have been put off, delayed. Even more so. Correct. Oi. Yeah. Lexi, she says one thing I can't get around is that Taylor is supposed to be the love of his life. In her eyes, she's not. She definitely saved him, but he does love her. But that World Series magic love went with Marissa. I know Ryan said bye to Marissa and has moved on, but it's just not there for me. I just needed an I love you exchange from Ryan and, Melissa. Ryan and Marissa when she died. I have beef with the writers.
1: I don't think either of them are like Marissa or Taylor is like my perfect Ryan relationship. Obviously, there's no perfect relationship. What I mean, perfect, obviously up and downs disagreements things like that that make a true couple i think ryan's gonna blossom in his 20s and 30s like i foresee him to have this great love in his older age because now he's more mentally ready for that like this taylor thing as much as i do enjoy them it was really rushed and also he didn't know if he was supposed to feel anything for her because he doesn't he was numb from the whole Marissa situation, regardless of like, we know that he did love her. So, I don't know. That's yeah. my no.
0: humble opinion. No, for me, too. I don't, like, I think the writers gave us hope with Marissa just to throw it in there. Yeah. I think maybe they could have worked later in life. Yes. I think at this point, I just enjoy watching Ryan and Marissa in earlier seasons versus watching Ryan and Taylor in season four.
1: Yeah. That's season, my humble yeah, opinion. Yeah, season four, Ryan and Taylor... It's harder now,
0: this this rewatch for yeah, me. Yeah, d- I'd rather watch Ryan and Marissa go back and forth in the earlier seasons and maybe it's more nostalgia or maybe, I don't know what it means, because I love Marissa. i rather watch that than watch Ryan and Taylor. I will gladly watch Ryan and Taylor, but if I have to choose what am I going to choose to watch and I think that's what it comes down to instead of mm-hmm. choosing ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what i rather watch. Yeah. I get more of like, oh, Ryan and Marissa, you know, like even they're stupid like, who do you want me to be? You know, yeah. there's stupid like jokes in the diner. Like, I just, I don't know. More resonates with me more.
1: Yeah. I feel like you probably won't understand this reference because you've never watched Supernatural, but Jensen Ackles character, Dean. (laughs) And granted, I only watched 12 seasons of that show. Um. So his persona is like, I don't need a woman. I'm good by myself. And there are people that come into his life here and there that he truly does feel for, but they never really last. And I feel like for me, that's like how I picture Ryan's character, like in another world, obviously, that that could have been his path. And then like like I just said, 20s, 30s, he would find like, okay, no, this is the girl. This is the one.
0: I agree. I like that path for him. And the thing is, these people. Not that I don't wish no Marissa, no Taylor. No, I feel the same way. And hey, listen, Sandy and Kirsten met very early in college. Seth and Summer. (laughs) Seth and Summer have been together since high school. We don't
1: have to have Ryan's endgame told for us. We don't need it. It's okay if he's alone by the end of the show. It's okay. But they didn't. You know, again, I don't remember how next week and the. The finale goes as far as what happens with him and Taylor. I thought it was understood that, like, I don't remember the first time I watched it if I thought that they were together or not. The more we talk about it, the more I think they're not together. In the finale. In the finale, like, that last, like, head nod to each other, like, hey. Either it's like, hey, it's been a while, or, like, hey, we're
0: together. Right. (laughs) I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to rush it. So, Will... Sent in the top five will. and bottom five. Will? Will. <laughs> and when I read these to Ant last night, oh, I I'm wish sure I recorded Ant because I should have recorded Ant's natural reaction. Because then afterwards I was like, can we reenact that? And it's not the same. So we did not. I didn't Aww. get it on film, I didn't get it on recording. It's okay. I don't remember. Did I tell our
1: listeners on Gossip Girl who he picked or we saved it? I think we saved it. I think it. we saved it.
0: All right. So Will's top five of the series. This is top epic. five guys. Okay. Five guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Anna. Sandy. So you're like, okay. Is, what are they talking about? Caleb. Okay. Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: aunt was like what I remember I will never forget when he sent that and I literally in all caps said Lindsay explain
0: (laughs) when he explained Lindsay it says pure looks remember the episode where she wore that purple top all episode that was basically a bra Kirsten found her and Ryan in the pool house making out to journey formative moment in my upbringing also she loves roms and I think that she would have shown more if she didn't get shipped off in the rainy day woman yes No. But (laughs) listen, everyone can love who they love. Of course. But again, Aunt was like, I just, he's like, she's so boring. She's cold white bread with cold butter on there. And then the butter doesn't even get rubbed in. Like, he went on this whole chunks. And I was like, well, I mean, bread with
1: butter is good. He's like, no, man. He's like, this just doesn't spread. Right, the even distribution of butter from corner He's to like, corner. He's like,
0: Lindsay's so lame. <laughs> so lame. How can that be? He's like, even Caleb. I'm like, fine. I like Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's a powerhouse. He's like, but Lindsay. I mean,
1: definitely when you're attracted to someone. It's, sure. It, it helps them to get higher
0: on the rankings, right? Right. And I don't want to shit on your topic. No, five. of course not. He then says, I like but don't love, which I like this. This little tidbit Mm -hmm. because i feel i could like add people to this yeah seth summer marissa this is our core three core core three so core three are in the like but not love three out of four core are on the like but not love but one is in the love correct correct and Mm -hmm. but you know in the love we have Lindsay. i you know (laughs) i just bottom bullet haley Haley, Johnny, mm. Volchuk, which aunt was like, of course, Oliver, all-time worst. Mm. <laughs> um, I think these are actually pretty valid. I'm surprised to see Haley, Haley. in there. Like to have such a yeah. bottom. What's the reasoning for Haley to be a bottom character? Yeah, we need to know why.
1: She's a little reckless in the beginning, but then she turns it around. She's kinda fun. She's so fun. Her and Boat Jimmy man,
0: probably one Ugh. of my favorite
1: ships on the whole show. Boat Jimmy. <laughs> man, Boat Jimmy with the beard. Oh, loved Boat Jimmy. He was like an he was the best Jimmy he could have possibly been you at know, that
0: point. We always we I feel like we talk about this every week every we week. talk about like shitty fathers, shitty relationships. Julie did shitty things, which by the way, if y'all want some tea. Oh shit. And if you're a listener, welcome um our instagram people get hated over there blew up this is after oh dark God. it blew up last friday i i posted a picture of it's really melinda clark
1: yeah just like a headshot. posing
0: that it's one of a season four promos for the oc and she's just her and i just felt like team julie we're team julie and people sounded off. off about this and i was like wow we have some passionate oc people very much just like for Julie's character and what she did, how she was a psychological mother who killed her daughter. I mean, really got yeah. into it. So if y'all want some tea <laughs> on this Saturday morning when you're listening to us, uh, head over there.
1: Yeah. Unless they've deleted it. That would be pretty sad. They yes,
0: did. I don't know. Uh, again, I, I love seeing all the, the points. I was like, wow. I was like, it was just posting a nice picture mm-hmm. of Melinda Clark as Julie. But yep. Uh, yep, yeah, very passionate feelings on this. So, well, we need to know Haley why.
1: Yeah, I need to know.
0: And yeah, and that we always will. As I was to go back to it, like we just love Jimmy. There's a part of us that always loved yeah, Jimmy. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't put him on any See, of this. It's because he's the original. He's like part yeah. of the OC, so he's just one of those. And like Tate, I just Tate love Don, yeah. him so yeah.
0: much. <laughs> right, Lindsay. Lindsay, though top. Lindsay. I mean, the whole series. Lindsay was with us for a portion, and I guess Anna was too. But I feel like yeah. Anna definitely she made taught mark. Seth, Seth, things like there was a d- growth yeah. there. Lindsay,
1: you forget about her. Does Lindsay serve a purpose? Will what's her purpose? Well, for she's, the show,
0: you know, she's the looks.
1: I get that. I mean, he said it's pure looks. So I mean, It's pure looks. Okay, so then I have to take it for that. It's pure look, and that's okay. I just don't <laughs> agree. <laughs> I disagree respectfully. Lindsay. Lindsay. And Caleb.
0: I kind of want to know why Caleb, too.
1: Caleb is like a really interesting
0: character. Caleb, again, classic OC. When you think of the OC season one, season two, there he is. People I think talked about that in the post too, like how Caleb was a better husband.
1: Yeah. To Julie
0: would have kept her in line.
1: I guess in a weird way because not really like but that was another loveless marriage. So why right. do you do that? Exactly. No, she should be by herself. Raise your kid. And that's all you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> then the love comes later. There's
0: yeah, so not that you shouldn't
1: be happy, I'm not saying that. But, like, focus on your kid. Yeah. And then, right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then she ends up with Frank. Yeah. This is after dark. I can't say that. She can. She she does. Yeah. And, like, we have.
0: So I guess Caitlin gets over it. (laughs) Well, yeah. Because, I mean, this is. Now it's, like, what I read. I'm not going to spoil it. You're not going to tell me? Okay. So (laughs) she's engaged to get married to Bullet. What the fuck? And she's pregnant. With
1: Frank's baby, though. And then Kirsten goes me?
0: into labor, and it's supposed to be – and Julie's like, I can't do this, and Caitlin's like, I can't do this. And then we get a flash forward. We, we jump again, and that's when we see the wedding. Okay,
1: what i don't recall well i know you said the bullet obviously wasn't on the island but i didn't expect in that capacity for him to be engaged to julie why we did that we did that no Mm -hmm. why julie Mm -hmm. it's because caitlin loves him you don't love him well maybe it doesn't have it doesn't
0: it doesn't go through obviously right obviously obviously (laughs) yeah so what emoji should we use this Ooh. week?
1: I was thinking like a house, but no, that's really sad.
0: Well, it is Taylor's birthday. It is. So maybe a cake or a balloon. Do a birthday cake. Um, Seth made the movie about the whales. A whale and birthday cake? A whale and a birthday cake. <laughs> the float, the floats in the pool. And, oh, yeah. There are, are there floats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So a birthday cake and a whale. Sure. It's like very cryptic. Read through the lines. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Uh, Like I said in the earlier part of the show, before the credits, send in your questions and comments before Sunday. That is tomorrow. If you're listening on Friday, send in before Sunday.
1: Hey, patrons. Hey, patrons. I'm looking at you. It's Friday.
0: (laughs) Send us your questions and comments for... The night moves. We're gonna have Dom and Simon on. So excited! They're such. You guys are gonna love them. Fun guys! And if you haven't yet checked out, you should check out their podcast, The Mighty Nineties and The Ravens, Wonder Hill Podcast. Can't believe we're about to do the penultimate. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly! All right, guys. We'll see you Holy next guac. week. Holy guac. <laughs>